Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Chris, Chris, live broadcasting live from the great city of New York. Uh, you know what I got yesterday? A sunburn. What kind of sunburn? Uh, sunburn from the beautiful weather in Arizona. Very, very warm. Very warm. I'm sure it's still cold in New York. Well, it's actually warming up here. It was 70s all the weekend. 70s all week. Spring is here, everybody. Word them up. Uh, follow the Lunatic Radio Show at Lunatic Radio, at Twitter, at Lunatic Radio. If you'd like to leave a donation to the program, the Lunatic Radio program, uh, log on to our website, lunaticradio.com, bottom right-hand corner, click the donation button. Go ahead, Chris. So Kieran can uh, subscribe to the Yes Network. Right, so I can subscribe to the Yes Network. What is really annoying me now that I, uh, when I control the shows from Arizona, every time I start the show, my backdrop dies out. I don't know why. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. I need somebody to fix that glitch, and it's probably going to be is me it, because I'm the only one here, and I have to it, fix uh, the glitch. Is it happening on the other shows or just the one? No, because oh. Rocket controls. No, yeah, it happens on any show that I do from here. <laughs> I don't know why. My backdrop dies out every damn time I start the show. It's on, and then it dies out. You need a rocket. Uh, Yeah, I need a rocket. I need a lot of things. I didn't take my brain pill before the show, so this is going to be a doozy. I'm going to do something a little bit different uh, because it's the eve of the Masters tournament there in Augusta, Georgia. At the top of the next hour... Uh, it's going to be the return of, uh, fat Kev, P H A T Kev, my brother. I'm not going to no longer call him fat Kev on the radio show. He's a, he's a gentleman now. He's I'll dis- call him Slim Kev. How's he, that? He's distinguished. He's an older gentleman. He has nearly grown sons. So I'm not going to call him fat Kev anymore. Uh, but he's going to make his triumphant return to the program. And we're going to talk a little masters golf. That's what I'm going to talk about. Go ahead. Oh, I'm excited about that. I know you're very. You know nothing about golf. You can even. I mean, I, I you know can literally buy. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I know. I know enough to get to, yeah buy. That's about. It. <laughs> well, yeah. No, we're gonna just and all the major players. We're gonna Ernie we, Els, right? Yeah, Ernie's not. I don't think Ernie's playing this year. <laughs> Ernie's not playing. I don't think Ernie was invited. That guy's name, uh, Greg Norman, the shark. Uh, no, not playing this year in the Masters. <laughs> not Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino. Not. Uh, I don't even know if Lee, is, he might be dead. Is Lee Trevino Arnold Palmer. I don't. I don't believe Lee Trevino is uh, playing. Tiger Woods is playing. No, who cares about that's that. one you know. You know what Tiger Woods. He should go back to Bangkok. Give me five golfers that might be playing 
Seriously, give me five, and I might allow you to partake in a segment. <laughs> I'll end the show and I'll leave. It's okay. You guys can go ahead and talk. I don't have to test yeah. yeah, Tiger Woods is in uh, the uh, Tiger Woods, Ooh. Phil Mickelson. That's two. Right. That's two. Uh, that uh, BJ Singh, right? That guy? Uh, I don't. He's probably a part of. Yes, he's a part of. He's probably a part. I'm not sure if he's a part of the field. He can be. Uh, he, uh, Rory, Rory McElroy. That's like four. That. Is that his name, Rory McElroy? It was close enough. Survey says McElroy. McElroy, right? I know that guy. I know the McElroy guy, and I know. Uh, um, <laughs> Rory McElroy, by the way, Vegas yeah. uh, eight to one Vegas. odds to win. He's oh, the good. he's the favorite to win. Good. I always thought Phil Mickelson was overrated. Uh, well, he's uh, he's the ninth winningest golfer in history. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy. I, that. I wouldn't say that's an overrated golfer. Easy, easy competition, I would say. Oh, he only has Tiger to beat, and then when Tiger went down for those those few years, he, he had his opportunity, and he didn't do shit. He won a few. He won a few. I will say this about the Masters and Tiger Woods. He's 43 years old, and he's playing on par with everybody that's in their prime right now that they call the best players in the world. He's, 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 he went from, I think, ranked 381st in the world to rank 12th in like a year. So he's, he's pretty good. I think Tiger Woods is pretty good. So I, he'll, I think he'll do Well, I, I didn't say Tiger Woods. I'm talking about Phil Mickelson. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm just saying you know I mean? people are giving Tiger Woods criticism. They're, they're not picking him this year. No, look, he went through all the shit that he went through, and, you know, he's coming back. He's back to he's got, form. He's got, he's got a second wind, I would say. Right. He's got, So we're going to talk to my brother. My, my brother is going to call into the program. We talk a little Masters, you know, a short little segment about uh, – I think that's what we might do. Uh, I was talking to him because Kev and I are uh, big golf fans. Kev used to be a uh, teaching pro. He, he knows the game very well. Um He's obviously a fan of the uh, professional golf. So, you know, we're going to talk every time there's a major because the uh, PGA Tour realigned their. their, their oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't give you my other. Uh, no, you gave me five, didn't you? No, I think it was. You gave four, me Tiger, man, Phil Mickelson, VJ Singh, <laughs> three yeah. old motherfuckers, Rory McElroy, which is like pretty much the second ranked player in the world. Uh, and now you got to give me one more. That's right. You got to give me one more. You didn't give me another. Uh, Jordan Spieth. Yes. Did you just Google that? Because I see you looking no, at. No, no, I saw, no. I saw him on, on the last golfing match I watched. Golfing so, match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, obviously, I don't know. Golf tournament. And uh, and I know Dustin Johnson. That's, uh, that's six. There you go. All right. There you go. You're doing pretty good. And uh, my favorite golfer doesn't play anymore, right? The big guy? What's his name? Uh, John Daly? Yeah. I love that guy. No, he, well, yeah, he's on the senior tour. He, ne- he, he never... Tour? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's on the senior tour. Wearing loud he, pants. He was my favorite golfer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk to Kev. Um, probably for, you know, probably once a month for the next four months. Because there are four major tournaments each month leading up to uh, July. When the uh, they go over to Ireland and right. play the Open Championship, so. that's exciting. You gonna spread it out over other shows, or it's just me that gets lucky? You might get stuck with every single one <laughs> because <laughs> the tournament always start on Thursday. We do the show on Wednesday, so you might we well, might 
You might have to start learning some. We we could do a little baseball too, but we're going to talk about the Masters because that's the big. uh, You know, we're going to nerd out a little bit on some golf. Is he going to the Masters? No, he's not. No, but uh, but we're going to tell you it's 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 exciting. It's the best golf tournament. Have you have you did you already go to Pebble Beach this year? No, I'm going to in a couple weeks. When are you going? I'm going to go visit in a couple weeks. That will be a good one because that that will be the U.S. Open, and I I will have played the course. Kev's already played the course, so that'll be a good one to talk about. Um, yeah. Exciting, exciting stuff. A lot to do on the program. The only, more, the only thing more boring about watching golf is talking about golf. In your mind, but in some people's mind, it isn't. Some people as soon as find I hear it on sports talk radio shows. Like if I'm listening to sports talk radio, as soon as I you turn it off. It's like hockey. Start right I'm done. I'm done. It's just like, all right. Who the fuck wants to hear Well, it's just golf? something you're not into. If you're not into it, then... It's just a bunch of white privileged dudes fucking swinging a stick well, at a ball. It's, it, well, yeah. It's not a sport to me. It's not Dude, sport. I feel the same way about fucking tennis. I get it. I feel the same yeah, way I, about fucking tennis. I could say the same thing about tennis, I think, too, but I think, I think there's tennis, athletes in tennis. Like, look at Venus. There are athletes. Well, I get it. Golf is like a skill, but, you know... When you get two fucking six foot six guys standing across each other from a net, like a tennis net, and they're hitting the ball 180 miles an hour at each other, is it really going to be much of a fucking sport? I mean, it's kind of dodgeball at that point, isn't it? You, but you got to hit that tennis ball. I know, but it, what I'm saying, an hour, that's that's sport, man. What I'm saying is not much of a volley going on. So is there really? I mean, is there? Is there? Str- yeah, of course there's a volley. Have you never watched how much or something? The, the only strategy God, tennis stinks. It really does. No, it doesn't. No, I think doesn't. I think the athletes have become too superior, too big, too strong, bigger, stronger, faster for the game of oh, tennis. tennis. When dudes are hitting, yes, because they're like like back in the seventies. I don't think we well, had at, like a, an abundance guy, of guys that were six like foot John four Daly. playing tennis. What? There's a guy like then that comes along a guy like John Daly who could play golf really well. Well, yeah, about golf has an athlete. Golf has improved when it comes to the individual playing it these days, as opposed to back in the eighties and seventies. Of I course, think, I think the field is weak. It's been weak for a while. But the the golf field, yeah. Nowadays, I think the player, yeah. the average player that's on playing professional golf nowadays, is way better than the average player. No way. In decades, you're no. You're, this is, you're you're used a, real, you're a guy. Used to have real. You used to have real battles back in this the is all the nineties. Folks that are listening to this, they know who they're siding with. They're siding with me on this one. Because all right, we'll take it up with Kev. Okay. They, they, they're, 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 you're listening to a gentleman who could barely name six golfers <laughs> five minutes ago. You know why? Because I can name all the old golfers that I really enjoyed. I actually enjoyed watching them play. Yeah. yeah. Give me those guys. Who are those guys? Like, like I, all the guys I mentioned earlier that, that are no longer <laughs> The six you knew you mentioned, all the guys, all six. <laughs> Three of them. No, like, no, I mentioned Lee Trevino, yeah. Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus. Uh-huh. These guys these guys were great. Dude, you're younger than I am. It's not like you grew up in their era. <laughs> I, I, I stopped watching golf. Uh, when you were born? I, when no, I stopped, I stopped paying attention to golf as soon as Tiger Woods took off because I said, all right, no one's beating him anymore. There's no point in watching. Right. So I stopped. And really, I don't think anyone you know outside of Tiger is that great. Right. Right. They're not, they're not on. You're telling me, okay, on a, on a – like when you used to have tournaments where, you know, Palmer and fucking – and uh, 
fucking Jack Nicholson were going head to head. You know what I mean? Lee Trevino and fucking mm. all these other guys, the shark and all those other guys. They were fun characters to watch play golf. Right. There's no, there's none of that going on anymore. There's some fun character. I mean, I can't, I don't Tiger know. Tiger has what zero I, personality. What about, what about, I, I mean, are, are you, are you, are you, you look at his face and you just say, this guy's there's something wrong with this guy. I'm, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not, I can't argue that. Like, I, I, I I'm not, there's no way I'm going to convince my favorite, my favorite golfer <laughs> of all time. Doesn't play anymore. His name is Shooter McGavin. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I remember he lost the Happy Gilmore net. Big fucking tournament they had. I believe uh, things went awry when he beat the shit out of Bob Barker. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, there's no way I'm going to convince you that there's some fucking crazy characters on the PGA tour. I mean, there aren't. They slay pussy though. I will say that. All sure. them, Justin, uh, Dustin Johnson. He's uh, dating Wayne Gretzky's fucking daughter. Gave her old. He gave her a fucking. He gave her a fuck trophy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeremy, Jeremy Bacon in the chat room says, uh, "Shooter McGavin lost in the waste management open." <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna do some different things on the on the program today. Uh, actually. Uh, Great, I'm excited about this. I believe um, uh, Chris has a new segment he wants to introduce to everybody. I thought we were going to get into the, uh, since we're talking about sports, get into... Uh, the Craig Carton thing? Yeah. Uh, for folks who don't know who Craig Carton is, he was a part of a sports radio show in New York City called the Boomer and Carton Show. It was the number one sports talk radio show uh in the country, in the United States at the time, he was uh, making $2 million a year. Uh, more than that. Uh, maybe even more than that. And uh, he's now been sentenced to go to prison for three and a half years for misappropriating funds from a ticketing business that he began. And uh, the misappropriation of funds were in the millions. And the reason why he was misappropriating those funds is because he had... A massive, massive gambling debt in the millions to casinos all over uh, the country, um, and he uh, he he appeared on uh, the Michael K radio show on ESPN ninety eight seven New York, uh, which is literally like listening to um, if if a piece of sheetrock could speak. That's what's. God, you hate the show that much? Oh my God, he is the blandest motherfucker ever. Yeah, I don't like it either. I, I try because I like Peter Rosen. You know, I've known Peter for a while. Mm. And I try, and I just can't. can't. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. And 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 so Carton, Craig Carton, he's going to prison, but you know he's got a couple. He you know he's got some weeks off before he has to sign up and go. You know, so he appeared on um, Michael K show. And he talked a little bit about, um, uh, you know, what happened. What would happen on, like, I guess a daily uh, morning basis when he would wake up. And uh, some of the things he would do to satisfy his gambling habit. One of which was uh, uh, getting up at uh, midnight and leaving his apartment in Tribeca in Manhattan. And actually uh, taking a helicopter to Atlantic City gambling. And then, like I said, I believe I said on a previous show, he would... Actually, fly to Atlantic City, gamble for a few hours, then hop on a helicopter and fly back to Manhattan and do a show at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Dude, you know, because he had that much of a gambling problem. 
Yeah. Here is uh here's Carton on the uh 987 ESPN Michael K show. Yeah, there were times when my family would be sleeping. We lived in Tribeca. Uh, and I normally got up at about 3 o'clock in the morning to go to work. I like to be at the radio station by 4 a.m. And I'd be on a helicopter at midnight, landing on the roof of the Golden Nugget to go play blackjack, typically at, you know, Borgata, Golden Nugget, Harris, uh, and hope to get back to the roof of the Nugget in time to get on a helicopter and come back in time for my show. There were times when I would get in the car and drive to the Poconos to gamble at Sands in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah, pretty Pretty, uh, uh that's, that's an addiction. <laughs> that's an addiction. I mean, if, if you know anything about the Manhattan and, and where the Poconos and Atlantic City are, uh, are located in relation to Manhattan, that's quite a hike. You know, it's kind of a hike to do that. You're traveling the whole length of New Jersey to get to Atlantic City, and the Poconos are in Pennsylvania. So you go, as little, you know, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a thing to do in the middle of the night to satisfy your addiction. It's yeah. I mean, it, you know, any any time you're slipping out in the cover of darkness to go gamble, right? You know, to hide it from your family and all that stuff. You know, wherever you're going, it's it's bad, and it's definitely you know can point to an addiction there. But I don't think that was see. I don't think he was completely truthful in in what he was saying because I don't think he was just addicted to the gambling during the interview. Yeah, I I really do think he was addicted to the high life. You know what I mean? Well, he actually, in the next clip I have, it's funny you say that, in the next clip I have, the next short clip that I have, I don't have many clips of this because it was a very long interview and I didn't have many times to go through everything. It was kind of Some of it was kind of bland. It didn't make... I wanted to get to the gambling, like the addiction problem. Um, but he talks about, in this, this next clip, about how he won an like a, a insane amount of money and didn't even tell anybody. Here it is. You know, I won $4 million in three days playing blackjack at Resorts World in Bimini in the Bahamas and didn't tell a person, didn't buy anything, didn't celebrate it, didn't drink, didn't say, hey, you know, didn't go to the strip club, right? And two weeks later, I lost seven hundred grand in an Atlantic City casino. I didn't punch a wall. I didn't get pissed off. And that was life. But that that's pretty fucking, I mean, you win $4 million bucks, right? and you're not, you're not telling a soul. He's not telling us so because he owes people money. Maybe. That could be right. No, not maybe. That's exactly why. Because when you owe people money and you come into money, the last thing you want anyone to know is right. that you have money. And that, that goes for every famous person, too, because when people know you have money or family members know you have money, they come out of the woodwork to borrow something. So if he wins $4 million, he's not telling anybody because – you know, he's probably got favors he's got to fucking, you know, come through on. And also he's got debts to fucking settle and he's not talking about it. So I don't buy it on that in that respect, because I think that that four million winning that four million goes coincides with his lie to everybody else. You know, he's not. That is that is know, that is a good take. And it, it, it you know, it, you could be right there. You know, yeah, and so like what I'm saying to you, like I've he met, also he also I'm, mentioned during the interview that like because he, his addiction stemmed from he claimed sexual abuse that happened to him when he was a kid. I mean, and sure, I mean, everybody's got yeah. so I mean everybody's got some kind of childhood you know thing that happened to them that definitely affects them later in life. I, you know, I can sympathize with that, <laughs> I, and I, you know, I get it, but mm. I mean, you know, 
I, I met the guy a few times and you know, he's a great guy. He's like so full of energy and yeah. fun and all that stuff. I but, met him once. He seemed like a really good guy. Yeah. You know, but he's also the guy that, you know, likes the attention. He really liked the attention of the high life. He right. Liked, well, that he also liked buying. He liked coming, walking into a place and buying drinks for people. And, you know, everybody fucking patting him on the back and being everybody's you know, buddy. Yeah. And giving him accolades and stuff like that. So, you know, part of what goes with gambling and all that is a fun, you know, fun atmosphere a lot. And. You know, I think he really was addicted to keeping up appearances. You know, having an apartment in Tribeca. Right. You know, you know, he could have easily just have had a, had his uh, an apartment in Long Island or or Westchester or wherever else. You know, think about this: his partner on the radio show, Boomer Sison, right? Who's you know borderline Hall of Fame football player. You know, has been to Super Bowls. He's you know played. You know, had a great career. Right. Mm-hmm. Made, Made millions of dollars. He's on TV, on CBS all the time. He's on, you know, whatever. He's on a bunch of shows, and he's got he's got this radio show. He's making way more money, has a lot more fame, and he's the opposite. He's like this fucking guy who, you know, retreats to his home in Long Island every day and, you know, kind of fucking lives a, a fucking, you know, a nice life, you know, but a normal simple, life, yeah, a humble life. Right, and he's not showing off right. is what I'm saying. Like, and, and part of Craig's thing was showing off. You know, him putting down, you know, $100,000 bets is showing off. It was part of it. Was part of it well, he know? did so, say in his interview, and maybe he's, you know, kind of maybe fabricating a little bit. He said when he would play blackjack at these casinos, he did, he liked to do it. Almost in privacy. He didn't want to have a crowd around him. The reason why he liked blackjack, yeah, yeah. because he owed people money. Maybe that's maybe that's right. I mean, it's it's an interesting take to have. It could be right, you know. So the guy who's running the Borgata knows that he's down the block at fucking Caesars, right? Putting down hundred thousand dollar bets when he owes a fucking three hundred thousand dollar marker. He did. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna he's gonna pay him a visit while he's at those tables. He did. So of course. Of course, he wants to keep it quiet. He did say in one uh, portion of the interview that he did one of the casinos allowed him to play five hands of blackjack at once at twenty five grand a piece. That's nuts. That's fucking insane. Yeah, and also, there was a there that was, sounds like a guy who's not looking for attention. There was another one where uh, a guy, he, he, I believe, he mentioned in the interview where a guy gave him, uh, I think, he gave him a million bucks and was like, "I want like a half a million back." So he took that million bucks for that guy. This guy gave him to go gamble with. Uh, right. He won him five. And again, that's, he won that him. guy bought. He's buying Craig's friendship. He wants. He right. wants to be in the high life too. He wants right. to the action. He wants to be part of some celebrity lifestyle. And that's really what happened to Craig. I think it was a combination of yeah, the gambling, sure, but it was becoming a celebrity that really I think affected him. Right. And, 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 and turned the way. He did things because, you know, he's been in radio for a long time. You know, gambling was never a thing for him 20 years ago when he wasn't making any money. But as soon as he had some money in his pocket, that's, you know, that's what happened. He he kicked it up. You yeah. know what I mean? But if you strip away the salary, you're paying him 50 grand a year. You know, he's not going out and taking those chances. Um, yeah. So he took that guy's money. To finish the story, he took the guy's uh, million bucks, went down to Atlantic City, won five hundred grand for the guy. Uh, he put five hundred grand in a bag, put it on a helicopter, and that helicopter flew to back to Manhattan alone. 
five hundred grand in a bag, just flew back to Manhattan alone, and somebody was there, and some some guy just picked it up. You know, it's crazy stories. Like he would walk into casinos with like a million dollars cash in a bag. I mean, it's crazy lifestyle. It's not crazy, yeah, crazy lifestyle, and and not for for no one to really know anything about it. You know, the guys knew the guys on his radio show knew he loved the gamble and stuff like that. I'm sure Chris doesn't believe that they didn't know anything about it, but. I don't. I, I definitely don't think they. They all knew that he has, had a problem. Yeah. Everybody knew it. Um. But you know who knows? I mean, and, and now we, obviously he's paying the price for it. And uh, it was interesting. The, the couple of takes I got from the interview that he did with Michael K is number one. Uh, Craig Carton is way more of a compelling talk sports talk radio personality than anybody on my, the Michael K show. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you know why he went on Michael K, right? Uh well I, apparently WFAN didn't want him. I understand that, but he could have did something else. He he did Michael K just to stick it to Francesca. Maybe he like, did that too. Yeah, because 100%. Michael K certainly it's so won that. Transparent. Day. It's so transparent. Well, Michael man. K won that day in the ratings of New York radio. Of course, but like you know, it's like you're obviously you know, like you could have gone on someone's podcast. You could have right. gone, you know, could have gone on Stern. You can go on Stern. You can go on all these other. Uh, Today Sports show, fucking shows. GMA. He could have gone. You could have been Mad Dog on on Sirius XM. Right. He did all all kinds of stuff, mm. but he went and did you know K show. Just take a stick, stick it to. Could have done the Stephen A. Smith show, but no, he did. He could have gone the Stephen A. Smith <laughs> uh, show. No, he but you were one hundred percent wrong. It wasn't even him that jumped on the court. That wasn't that Stephen was, A. Smith. It was not. I didn't know I was wrong. Who was it? Smith. I thought, it was a fucking coach. Did whoever posted that on the internet was wrong because they said it was Stephen well, A. Smith. Of course, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. I do. I believe that all those porn stars that I watch love me. None of them love you. They're, they're I, love that they, you how come they keep on showing themselves naked? <laughs> that is the uh, line of an insane. That's person. how you get. That's yeah. how they get you to buy stuff from them. Uh, let's see. Uh, it sounds like Jeremy Bacon check it in. It sounds like a normal Friday when I lose fifty bucks and on a scratch off tickets. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Craig. Clark. I, just don't buy, I just don't buy it, dude. I, I think. I think. I think if he wasn't, you know, he keeps defending his actions of saying I didn't do really do anything wrong. I just gambled. You know. You know, the minute you he take said somebody's his, money, he said that ticketing mm-hmm. business that he set up was legit. He just fell into gambling debt. Yeah, but, and but, he, why, was the, it, but the, why was it? Why did he set up that business? That's a weird business for a sports talk radio host. I don't to know. Fucking get into. He got into it because get so he can get quick. Money. I don't know, but you also you don't really know either. You're just uh, you're you're, making, you're coming up with like a uh, conspiracy theory. I'm taking. I know. I know addicts. I'm taking. I'm, ta- I'm taking a guy at his word who has. Who's in the public eye and has been convicted of things in 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 a courtroom? So I I got to imagine when he's talking about that in a public forum, he's kind of being as honest as possible, don't you think? He's worried about he's worried about his career past his jail sentencing. So right. he feels like if he gets to talk about it as much as he can now right. before he goes into jail, you know, then he'll write the book in jail and then, you know, he'll publish that book the, you know, the same time he's getting out right. and then he'll make a radio deal or some kind of a streaming deal with somebody to, you know, do his own show or whatever. And that's, it's all a plan. It's all a plan. Definitely, so that, definitely doing a little bit of PR right now. Right. 
You Absolutely. Know? And, I, and the thing is, like, I, you know, I, I don't know his story. I don't know why he did what he did, but I do know addicts. And I know how they how they are. And when they're in a position where they can when, when people just give them money mm-hmm. like that, they're going to take it. And so all he needed was to set up a business with the guys of like, OK, I'm going to take your money, but I'm going to make it legitimate. You know, I'm not going to make it so I can gamble your money. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to go. Hey, give me a million dollars. I'll go gamble it. And we'll, it's a, know, it's a. So he set up a business that make make it look legitimate. But really, what he was doing was just get, taking people's money. Right. You don't know. You don't know what ex- exactly his intent was. Uh, the only person that knows that is him. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, but that was. But that was his fucking intent. Let's be honest. He even he even says right in that interview that he got caught up with the wrong people when he started that business. Those businesses are usually run by sketchy characters, guys who <laughs> yeah. say they can get you the best tickets and stuff like that. They're not like, like legitimate business. Like scalping kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, it's not a legitimate fucking business, man. It's a not a legitimate business. So, you know, you get some sketchy characters. So the idea is he's he's letting those sketchy characters do the dirty work, but he was bringing in the, the millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So it's... He he, came, yeah, okay. Craig Carton is okay. Maybe okay. Maybe it was legitimate, but like a guy in his position doesn't get involved in a business like that. You know what I mean? They have a financial advisor. They get their money invested in legitimate businesses, legitimate real estate, and they let their money work for them that way. They don't fucking, you know, they don't go into a ticketing fucking scheme, right? You know what I mean? And like he even said too in that interview that, uh, you know. You know, the stock market is like gambling. Yeah, I get it. The stock market is gambling, but it's monitored by the fucking government. You know what I mean? Right. No, yeah. No, you're right. I get it. Um, it's full of shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, he's just like he's just like every other guy out there who's full of shit. Like the everyday man is, which is what he presents himself as right. when he's a radio he's trying, host. But he's, he's just doing he's doing it he's doing it in a different tax bracket than the. The average man, yeah. the plumber yeah. guy, the guy that's fucking digging the ditch, the guy that's, you know, yeah, the garbage yeah. man. In other words, $2 million or $4 million, whatever he was making a year, wasn't enough for him. He had to go and do something sketchy. There are a lot of blue collar guys that have side gigs and other ways to make money. And Craig Carton was pretty much doing that kind of thing, but on a different level. Yeah. Right. And he got himself in trouble because yeah. he, you can get yourself in trouble when you have a little bit of fame to you and access to people with a lot of money. Yeah, fucking gambling. I don't understand gambling. Like, I've been to Vegas, I don't know how many fucking times, seven, eight times, and I've never placed one bet. I don't get the addiction of gambling, but, you know, I, fuck, I don't know. I mean, look, it's an, if, you, if you don't, uh, if you don't, like, addicts are addicts. You know, if they don't get addicted to gambling, they're going to get addicted to something else. But, you know, if you sit down at a table and realize, don't realize, hey, this is just entertainment, you know, and if I spend $1,000 tonight, it was for my own enjoyment. You know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to have a few drinks and I'm going to play a game and maybe I'll win and maybe I'll lose. But if it goes beyond that, then you're an addict for sure. So, well, all right, yeah, I guess I, I, if it becomes a, if it becomes a lifestyle, Kieran, yeah, something that you need to do all the time, like on your phone, and you know, well, that, uh, going, to, going to casinos three, four nights a week. That's oh, that's what he was doing was the fucking extreme. That was well, yeah, was well, that was, but he was, but you know, like again, that that goes along with the high life. He was getting off on the idea that that these casinos would fly him in and fly him out. 
he was getting off on it. Partly, so, uh, and also he was spending a lot of money there, so it was beneficial to them. Yeah, yeah. So they're always I mean, going to win at the end. They, they fly people in on helicopter from the city all the time, especially high rollers. They'll do that in a second. They'll send planes to anywhere in the fucking world to get high rollers into those casinos because those are the guys that are dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars in a night. Right. So what's the what's the big deal to charter a fucking jet, you know, to go pick somebody up in England? Or some shit like that, just to bring them to Atlantic City. It's nothing to them, right? Well, it's a, uh, it's definitely a, a kind of an interesting story. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a book about it. Yeah, at and some it's point. not over. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a book about it. Uh, it'll be a book about it, and he'll, you know, after three and a half years in uh, in jail, uh, he'll be back. He'll somebody will give him a job. I mean, somewhere. I guarantee he'll, he'll figure out a way to do some kind of podcast from jail. I mean, Bill Cosby's <laughs> putting out tweets. Is he really? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. I heard uh, the, I, the last report I heard about Bill Cosby. Uh, I was, you mentioned this one about tweets, but I heard he was having a good time. Yes, he was enjoying his time in prison. <laughs> it's, it's, it's allowing it's, him to reflect and relax. Almost, it's like allowing yeah. him to relax. It's like a time out. You know, it's everything simple. You know, life is simple in jail. Yeah, he he put out a tweet five days ago. What did he say? Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> That'd be fucking interesting to hear what he had to say. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, they have proven that they do not have the best interests of their clients in mind, which... Oh, is it about his, court, is it about his case? Huh? Is it about his case? Uh, hold on a second. I think he was talking about... Oh, you know, he was talking about getting ripped off. That's what he was talking about. He was talking about uh, getting ripped off by AIG on shows. On shows? Yeah. Huh. Like a show he did. Oh. Like a, oh. Tour, like a tour he did. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, so Some sort of comedy thing like in a, in, a, in a financial firm was ripping him off. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm. Well, that Bill. Bill's uh, fucking getting all... He's not going away. Not going away. He's old He's too. Shit. Look at look at Kevin Spacey. He put out that video right around Christmas. John D. Noodles took it, and this is true. Dementia makes life better. I don't know if I exactly agree with that, but I get where you're going. <laughs> you know, it kind of sucks when that dementia just uh, it, it starts making your asshole forget too, and you just start pooping your pants. That's not a good thing. You know, dementia makes you you know, dementia is a fucking bad thing. You just turn into a vegetable. Uh yeah. Um, you wanna you wanna talk about uh, your uh, new new thing you got going on? Your lovely neighborhood. Your your. I mean, n- let me paint the picture for you. Your little first. your little neighborhood sitcom. I live I live in a quaint little Queens town, right? Oh yeah, here's the sound of it right here. Queens, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, paint the picture. You, this is a, this is actually pretty good because this this is definitely uh, uh, what New York is. The city life in New York is what. Listen, I've lived in pretty much every borough except for Staten Island. All right, in, in, in New York, Dad, you're not going. Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> I would never live in Staten Island. Um, uh, but what happens, you know, is you kind of get tired. Of the Manhattan lifestyle, because mm. just you know, 
you just you kind of want to retreat to a little bit of an oasis. Right. Uh, no pun intended on that. You know, <laughs> but, but still very close to Manhattan. Okay, so I'm I'm a 20 minute drive from Manhattan. Yeah. I usually drive into work every morning. And so where you, where you are, you can see a tree or two. You know, fucking I can see a tree or two, and yeah. it's usually very quiet. When I first moved there, it was very quiet, and you know, it was great. I felt like a little bit of solitude. It was my sanctuary, and things were going well. You know. Things are going really, really well. And and this person, this neighbor, had lived there for 15 years. So I had never heard, you know, no one had, had said anything. And, you know, she seemed very uh, nice. Uh, mm-hmm. She approached me when I first moved in. And what is uh, what is the uh, lady's name? Do you know? Her name is Elaine. Elaine! <laughs> yeah. Elaine. Elaine. Oh, thank you, Miss Elaine. Elaine. Looking forward to seeing you, you know? So your neighbor, Elaine. So Elaine, you know, sees that I'm a, you know, mild-mannered guy. Yeah. And I think she starts taking liberties. Liberties. She she starts uh, parking and, you know, blocking my driveway. (laughs) Sometimes when there's no spots on the street. So she'll block the driveway thinking, I'm just going to ring her bell when I get home and, wow. just move it and put her car right back in there when I pull in. Right. <laughs> so it started out with that type of stuff. And I'm like, look, Elaine, I don't really mind, you know, if you're there, if you park there late at night after I get home. But, I, you know, when I get home, I don't want to have to ring your bell at one in the morning. Say, I keep late nights. Right. And she's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll try not to do that. I'm sorry. I just thought you were home already. I was like, no problem, whatever. I thought it was fixed, but it, it wasn't. And she just kept doing it mm-hmm. and doing it and doing it. And I just got to a point where, you know, things with her, she and I got a little weird. Not not uh, not all up to par anymore. Not right. uh, not the sitcom uh, lovely, you know, 20 minute and, uh, fucking nice. When I moved in, she was married. She had a husband. She had kids living in the house. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right around about the two-year mark that I've I've been there about four years now, uh, maybe a little less than four years, but right around the two-year mark, the husband and his father uh, were somehow they sold they sold a piece of property that made them millions of dollars. Okay, and the guy just took off. <laughs> he just took off, man. He said, "I'm done. I'm done with this fucking horrible human being." Apparently, mm-hmm. and he left. And then came the craziness. I mean, so she it, got into another relationship. Is that what you're saying? And now, now things have changed. Off, it set off such a reaction. You know, first came the music. Right? She would play sad music late into the night because and the guy would, left her. Yeah, and I would just be like, you know what? You know, she's probably just going through this divorce. You know, she's be a little melancholy, Elaine. Yeah, upstairs, yeah, a lot of art, a lot of '80s and '90s R&B music. You know, so I just said, you know what? A couple glasses of wine, a little yeah, fucking. You know, let me forget my sorrows, kind of thing. You know, so I just said, you know what? Let her have this. You know, let her play her music. Let her get through this. You know, whatever way a person is going to get through it, I get it. You know, it must be devastating for her. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think anything of it. You know, I spent time on other parts and other parts of the house. So I wouldn't hear the music, you know, where, where I, where I sleep. And, uh, then came, uh, then came a lot of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me some audio of Elaine. 
she would leave her window open in the dead of winter and just yell. Really? On the phone. She'd just be yelling on the phone. Like, it wasn't even, like, talking to somebody. Uh-huh. She'd be yelling. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, you know? <laughs> and I, and then one time I said, hey, Elaine, you know, it's fucking 2 a.m. I got I to gotta get some sleep. You know, you mind? Right. And she goes, oh, no problem. I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah, all right. No problem. Whatever. Just not listening to you? Yeah, yeah. And then, it, and then it got to a point where she'd be playing music extremely loud and then yelling over the loud music. <laughs> and then, you know, just fights. She got this new boyfriend and she's been fighting with him for fucking you know, she went on a on a roll once. You know where she would fight with the guy every fucking night for like a week, late into the night. And I think she thinks, you know, because I'm her closest neighbor, uh-huh. I think she thinks that because I'm away a lot, she notices that I'm away a lot. She's even made mention of it in the past. That you know, I'm sometimes I'm just not there, so she thinks she can. You know, so yeah, so she developed some sort of habit because you're you're a gone all the time, right? Right, right. So she's up there but just then, fucking screaming. But then it just keeps getting louder and louder, and now it starts to affect other neighbors, and other neighbors are just losing their minds, right? Right. right. And one neighbor even came to me and said, hey, can you do something about this? And I said, hey, she doesn't listen to me, man. <laughs> I know this is, you know, uh, it's getting to a weird place, and I don't think anyone can do anything about it. Elaine is... Living her life like she's the only one with stress and concern. She's living for her. She's living her her true self. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you gave me, you provided some evidence of these. (laughs) Yeah. So also with the guy that she's dating, Mm. apparently he's, you know, he has a little money behind him and he bought her two Mercedes Benzes. C-classes, but still Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> so so she's and able she just, to land dudes with money. She literally has three cars parked in the street when, you know, parking in Queens is already an issue. she a hot and piece of ass, this Elaine? I wouldn't classify her. How old is Elaine? <laughs> I got I to gotta think that she has four kids. So oh, she's gotta boy. Be, four fuck trophies. She's, she's an all-star. Be either in her late 30s or 40s. Borderline fuck trophy all-star. Yeah. She is not. Uh, she's what she's you said. Late. Woman. You said what, late forties. She's either, she's either in her late thirties or forties or in her forties. Hmm. All right. Uh, all right. So okay. So you uh, it, it, all this yelling and and R and B music playing and drama led yeah. you to do what? <laughs> I just started recording. <laughs> Because I thought it'd be funny to play on the show. Yeah. You know? Also, when I told people stories about this, they wouldn't believe it. They don't me. believe so it. So I just started recording it because it was like, now y'all believe me. I have you know? I have nearly, I don't know how many clips. Uh, two, one, two, three, four, five, probably six, seven, seven, eight. I have eight minutes of of audio clips. <laughs> okay. Of, of Elaine. Um, I put them all together. Uh, all right. And we'll, we'll just, I pick... Some of them I got rid of because there wasn't much happening. It was just like one outburst, and that was it. <laughs> like she devastated it. But here's uh, here's some of Elaine, uh, courtesy of uh, Chris. Let me oh, let me stop my other music. They have fucking playing in the background here. Uh, I don't want to try premium. Fucking Christ! 
Stop playing YouTube clips. I know. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here's Elaine, everybody. Chris's neighbor. So delightful. The music's very loud. I would imagine Elaine went to loud nightclubs. Yeah, <laughs> she seems yes, to like having conversations when there's something blaring in her so, ear. So, so if anyone doesn't understand what she just said, she was basically scolding this guy that she's dating mm. about his uh, his drug habit and and the, her his need to smoke cigarettes all the time. This is what it sounds like in my apartment. <laughs> so you know. And what time is this usually? Mostly after midnight. Oh my god. Yeah. It, uh, all right. Uh, next clip. Here we go. She doesn't want his money. That's what she's saying. She doesn't saying. want his money. Money she doesn't matter her. Yeah. Businesses. Right. God damn. If I'm this guy, I am. I, I can just picture this guy's face. If you're a guy who can afford to buy a woman two Mercedes Benzes, <laughs> I'm out. I don't even know. I don't even know why you're even there. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Perfect, Leroy Jenkins. Who knew, who knew that Chris lived right next to Cardi B? Pussy yeah. breathing. You want to fucking ease affection? Pussy breathing. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't heard that yet. <laughs> no, I think I have actually. <laughs> All right, here's another. Are these all from the same night, or these are all different? No, nights? these are spread out. It, this is like, out. yeah, okay. Yeah. She seems to get really excited in this fucking clip. She's calling her boyfriend a junkie and saying, you should check your mother. Uh, yeah, because I guess he must have said something about right. her, her mom, and then she just came back at and just shut him up, basically. And he, and he uh, she kept saying, "Yo, your mother only wants you for money. If you want to play the clip." She's the best mother-in-law. Uh, daughter-in-law. What's that? She's the best daughter-in-law. She's clean. 
<laughs> All right, the next clip, she gets really animated. Here we go. Uh, Elaine, everybody. Chris's neighbor. This is just like a routine for these people. Like they, they, yeah. they just they get bombed and then they yell at each other. Yeah, like how yeah. That, that's how do you, that's like that's almost like living. That's what that's what living in New York is like when you have when you're in a relationship. So on that <laughs> specific clip, uh, I had my girlfriend over that apartment. She hasn't. She was there already, and I came in, and I'm. I already hear it from outside, so I start recording it when I start when I walk in. Yeah. And if you hear it for a second now, my, my girlfriend says, do you hear this? Yeah, no, I heard it, yeah. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> just, just, uh, <laughs> It literally sounds like you're hanging outside her window, like no, climbing dude, up not. the side of the I'm building. Not. That's that's <laughs> through the fucking walls, dude. Uh, uh, here she is. More than next clip. This is from another time. It's over. I was never in my life. I slipped on my four kids. I was never in the again. Never. 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 In my life. Pussy breathing. Just so you know. Wow. She just told her that she's what? never going to have sex with him again. Yeah, that was a breakup. That was a breakup. They've broken up a few times, but that was I the was latest. I was never break. in my life. In my life. Sounds exactly like Cardi B. I will never in my life. I switched on my four kids. I will never leave you again. Never. Pussy breathing. Never. 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 In my life. Never. She really wanted to get the fucking point across. So yeah. She's got it. <laughs> she's probably out banging some other dude. No, this guy's still around. Still there? <laughs> But the next clip, if you had the clip of where she goes, just give me back my phone. You could have your diamonds. You could have your money. I just want my phone back. Yeah, all right, here, here's the, the next clip. I'm not sure what it is. Sounds like she's on a plane. Nothing, not much to that one. Let me hear. Oh, yeah, here's yeah, the good. here's the next one. This this guy's here. Mind your fucking business. He's saying. She's, he's trying to talk. She's just shutting him down. And then 
She claims she's gonna call the cops. She's not calling. <laughs> By the way, that specific night, the cops were called. And uh, did they even show up? They're like, "Nah, we're not fucking with that." No, no, they show up, man. Yeah. The cops come, man. When they when they get called, they come. Yeah. So I guess one of the neighbors called called the cops, and uh, that was that was recent, and that was the third time the cops have been to her apartment. Unreal. God, how the fuck do you live? Oh, I, I would not. I haven't heard any of my neighbors. You and should play the last clip I sent you because uh, when the cops came, what she did to the next door neighbor. Yeah, I have that one. Here, here's uh, she gets a little bit more animated towards the end of this clip. Like the guy, movie. the guy sounds like just like he's fucking <laughs> he's loaded. Fucking like yeah, he's totally loaded. Like he's taking a Mike Tyson punch, and he's very yeah, fucking woozy. He's a, he's and then she starts really leg. yelling at him. He's <laughs> like, just wobbling around the room. Right. <laughs> like he's ready to pass out, and then she yeah. gets starts getting fucking animated. Yeah. And like she's yeah. going at. I mean, she's just jamming away, man. Just it's like it's like you're a hunter and you shoot the deer and then you talk shit to the deer as he's fucking taking his final last couple breaths. Never. I want you to get a fuck out of my house. It is over. Right. Never. I'm never gonna be with you again. Never. This relationship is over, 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 over. It's done. Over, over, over. It's done. <laughs> it is done. Pussy breathing. I don't give a fuck if they have to be happy with each other. He is always the same. I want you to go home. I don't give a fuck about you. Take a game. Your body's teeth grow. I'm looking right in your teeth. And you don't want to put that shit in your mouth. You played that one already. Yeah, no, that was another one you sent me. She's played, you sent me one with music, like, I, you sent me a few with music in them, and they're just like, I don't even know how to fuck, how, how do you not, like, go up there and shoot her? <laughs> Playing music that loud at that late at night. I mean, I guess it is dangerous to approach anybody. Here's the last clip you sent me, which is very this short. This is the one where she was defiant against the neighbor. Is this the one where she says, call 911? I don't know yeah, if I... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the one I sent. <laughs> he's, he's fucking yelling at the neighbor. Yeah, so. What'd you say? I'm tending to think that Elaine is the one with the problem here. Like, Elaine's got yeah, a drinking problem. Yeah, and one of the clips, and you, you know, play by one of the clips, the guy go, he, she says, you're, you're a junkie, right? He goes, well, you're an alky. You get up, you get up in the morning and start drinking. That's a problem. And then she just fucking shoves it back in his face. <laughs> so I function. Like, you know, she's like, I function. Don't you dare come at me about drinking. Doing that fucking uh, alcoholic logic. Oh, it was, it's just crazy. And like, 
you know, you know how much they're drinking when, like, you know, when you take out your recycle garbage. There's just, oh, it's just a cl- giant bag of fucking wine. <laughs> it's and clinging and clanging. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Could anyone drink that much in a week? What's her? Uh, do you know what her drink of poison is? You should send her well, you something. Wanna, you understand. You have to understand, guys. There's three kids living in that house. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just her and a boyfriend. And the two Mercedes. No, there's three kids living in that house. Three kids. She got fuck trophies living there. The fourth kid, I was told, like I didn't know this. Uh. She has the her oldest kid is from a previous marriage, so she's on her. She ended. She has. She's been married twice. The first kid lives with the father. How the fuck does somebody decide to bang her? Like fuck. I mean, uh, marry her twice. How does she find two then, dudes? Then she had three kids. With this other guy who just took off after oh, came out some money, right. and so those three kids are living in the house. They're living there. It makes sense that she's like that. With I all mean, that why? fucking Cause going the, on, because the guy, because the guy fucking left her, and she's now with this drug. No, addict. but it's I mean, like the marriage and the kids and having the kids. I mean, it's a lot. That's a lot of ups and downs in life. You know, a lot of struggle. Nine. Like, oh my god. Two Mercedeses. <laughs> two Mercedeses. I heard her say that once. Yo, he got me two Mercedeses. <laughs> I gotta go with my other Mercedes. I gotta get my Mercedes. Please get her saying. You have to get her saying Mercedeses. Yo, those are your Mercedes? Those are my Mercedeses. And the crazy thing is, like, you know, like, I don't have anyone like her around me. She's the only one. And no one thought she was a problem until, like, you know, a year ago or whatever. And so the, one of the people next door, her her child sleeps right up against where she lives, basically. So they're, like, you know, <laughs> I side got- by side. Leroy Jenkins, check it in. Like, I, have a, I have a four-year-old who, you know. Is listening to all this shit. I go, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. And you gotta. You gotta I, I got three kids. Is is is. Ah, here we go. Back cab, everybody. It's coming Kev, right at the right at the right time. Right at the right time, Kev. Welcome to the program. It's Masters Week. What's up? What's going on? What's up, Kev? Sounded like you were stuttering there. What's going on? How are we doing? Uh, well, we're just discussing. Chris has uh, Chris, obviously, uh, my co-host, the uh, owner of the Stand NYC, uh, has a neighbor in New York City who apparently loves to get drunk and play R and B late at night and yell at her boyfriend. <laughs> and he he record he record uh, he recorded her yelling. Her what is this over the span of what? How many months? Chris? I would say uh, I started recording over the last month. Oh my god! It's just a yeah. nightmare living situation. <laughs> I can't believe. That is uh, yeah, are you excited for the Masters Week, Kev? Dude, it's like freaking! It's like Christmas. I know. You're just ready to open the present. I know. I, I am tomorrow, I, dude. You know what's interesting is that uh, Chris knows nothing about golf, so I'm gonna kind of control this know. segment here. I asked him to name. Where do you think Ernie L's? Uh, <laughs> How far do you think Ernie Els will make the cut? Is what I want to know. 
No. Probably not since he's not playing in the event. Not playing in the <laughs> event this year. Yeah, neither <laughs> is uh, Lee Trevino. <laughs> and uh, Arnold Palmer yeah. is dead. Has been for two what about, years. Uh, what about the Shark? No, he's not playing. Not playing in the event. <laughs> yeah. uh, he got, he got uh, caught. What is uh, I? I haven't caught much of the uh, the lead up to the Masters, and now that, but I have noticed about the lead up to the Masters as I've been uh, coming in and out of work and coming home doing radio shows and all this other stuff, is that now uh, the coverage is so extensive that you could almost watch the players play their practice rounds now on TV. Yeah, so it's even more than that. So what they're going to do, and I think it, I think it's actually this year they're implementing it where. You can actually watch every shot of every single player in the event. That's insane. That's how big this yeah. fucking tournament is, Chris. This tournament's yeah. huge. I'm trying to paint the picture for Chris. He doesn't really know. No, I know how big Augusta yeah, is. I, mean, I get it. It's like the Super Bowl of golf. I yeah. get it. I understand that. Uh, also, okay, here it is. It's also where you know a lot of white supremacists uh, still still get together. It's the Illuminati. The Illuminati <laughs> runs the place. It's not a racist. They just had the the female amateur uh, golf tournament down there just last isn't, weekend. Isn't Tiger Woods the only black player to ever play at Augusta? Condoleezza Rice is a member of oh. Augusta National. Are they opening it up to black women now? Yes, it is. They have Chris. It's it's not the the nineteen fifties anymore. I mean, this was happening. Come on, this was happening ten years ago. What are you talking about? Ten years ago. Women. Ten years ago, and, Tiger already had two masters. But they wouldn't allow women to be, be members 10 years ago. Uh, I don't believe that's true. I'm that's not positive true. on that. So might, he might be right, though. Conley, yes, Conley thank you. Thank you. He might be right. Uh, all right. Well, this year, uh, the 2019 edition of the Masters Golf Tournament in Augusta, Georgia, uh, the story is, as far as I know, is that I think the big story is, is that Tiger Woods is really not on the radar of being a favorite, which is kind of like a first. Oh, he is. I, I, I mean, I'm looking. I looked across the Vegas. I've looked across uh, whatever Brandon Chambly has to say on the Golf Channel. Uh, the guy, didn't, the guys didn't, on didn't ESPN. He start, didn't he start off strong this season and then has kind of leveled off? Well, he's he's 43 years old and he's still playing at. He's ranked 12th in the world. He's playing on par with the, all the other great players that are playing in their prime, young guys now. Uh, but yet he's still not on the radar. He's not being picked by these experts, so-called experts of uh, of golf, Brendel Chambly and and, and and guys like him. Um, which is kind of interesting because usually when Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters, he's won four of them. Uh, he would be the guy that people would usually choose to be a favorite to win. It's interesting. Who do you think is going to win this, Kevin? Yeah, he's, he's third. He's third on the rank in the Vegas uh, betting odds. So I think it goes Rory's first, uh, Dustin Johnson second, mm. and then Tiger. So he's third. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this one's wide open. Uh, honestly, I think uh, there's a ton of different folks who can win it. We got a lot of. I'll just kind of go down the list real quick. So we got, you know, Tiger Woods. Everybody wants him to win. So, you know, that's the heart pick. And right. You can't bet against that. You can't bet against him at at Augusta. He knows it more than anybody. You know, he's won there four times. Um, they, Jordan Spieth. Um, he's had. So they had a stat on this morning. This is the worst driving 
accuracy. So he's 49% hit fairways, and that's the worst in 20 years of any PGA Tour member. Oh, so yeah, so yeah, Jordan's had a had a fucking brutal, brutal year. He just hit it to drive. Yeah, he no. hit the driver on the fucking map. Dude. No, no, the drivers he, all over the place. He, but but what's interesting about Augusta National, like you said, with Tiger, uh, even if he doesn't like Tiger, doesn't have the distance of these young cats now. Uh, but Augusta is a different type of uh, yeah tournament. It's a different type of course. If you have if you have experience and knowledge and you can work the ball from left to right, you can win this tournament hands down. That's I mean, why I'm saying that's why I'm saying don't count Jordan out. Right. You know, because he knows how to win there. He can win there. He can still putt, he can still chip. You mm. know. Uh Justin Thomas interesting comment this morning. He talked about being more aggressive, mm. which I think is exactly what he needs to do. So rather he said he played real tentative. The first few times he's played there, right. where he's kind of shied away from pins because everybody told him to shy away from pins. So he says he'll be really aggressive, which will be great for viewers because he'll either be really good or really bad, one or the other. Right. What do you um, give me here? Here's a question for you. Out of the, uh, yeah. let me see if I can find. Out of the top ten in the world ranking, Justin Rose, uh, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Koepka, Justin Thomas. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Fr- Francesco Molinari, Rom Fowler, and uh, Shoffley. Who among those ten do you think is going to be, uh, you know, in the mix come Sunday uh, final nine holes? It's easy. So Justin Rose for sure, mm-hmm. right? Best putter. Best putter on PGA Tour, mm-hmm. right? He's ranked number one in putting, right. and he's solid TD, solid TD Green. Right. Ricky Fowler, because he is the best putter, right? He makes everything. Um, the problem with Ricky, though, is he's going to ha- he'll probably have a double bogey in there somewhere. He'll blow up one hole, but he'll be there for sure. Um, Dustin Johnson hits a fade, and that golf course now is all there's like six or seven tee shots, you have to hit solid draws. Like, if you think about number two, you got to hit a draw down that hill. Mm-hmm. You think about, like, uh, like 13, he's going to have to go up over those trees right. 13. You know, even, like, 11. Well, 11, I guess you can cut it. But 10, you have to hit that draw. So, he's not hitting a draw at all. Whereas Tiger will hit the draw with a three-wood. He's not hitting... Uh, Dustin's not hitting a draw at all. So, I don't see how he could play there without hitting a draw. A little I bit. just, I, I don't, I don't um, think he doesn't seem to play well there. So I, I never have him in my list of guys yeah. to pick. Rose is, I know he's number one in the world, and it's kind of odd to pick a number one in the world uh, to win the Masters unless it's a guy like Tiger Woods. So I'm, I'm kind of not picking him, but I feel like he is a solid he came, choice. He came oh, in second to Sergio two years ago, though. Yeah, he was him and Sergio went down the wire, right? Yeah, he was in so, the mix. Yeah, and and Fowler and Ricky came in second last year. Fowler, were, yeah, Fowler were second last year. Uh, actually, it was funny. Somebody sent me something bef- just before the show. Some dude uh, bet eighty five grand that Tiger would win this year, uh, and if he did win, Tiger did win this uh, the Masters tournament. The guy would win one point one nine million dollars or something like that that's unreal that's yeah, like, it's like 12 to 1 or something. yeah yeah 
pretty pretty crazy. Hey, Tigers leading Saturday. If after Saturday's round, Tigers leading, mm. you win. Right? And here's how Rory wins. If Rory, so two things for Rory. If the golf course is wet, he's better because he can stick the ball on the green a little bit better. Right? right? So if, if the, the golf course is wet, he's longer than everybody, and he can stick the ball on the green a little bit easier. So if the golf course is wet, Rory's got a really good shot. If Tiger's winning on Saturday, I pick Tiger Sunday. Nobody's going to beat him on Sunday. The problem is Rory's a really, really good closer. So Rory can come from behind. If he's at least four shots back, Rory will come from behind. If he's two shots back, Rory will tumble. He won't, he won't handle the pressure. I feel you. Yeah. four shots back where he, where he wants to free will it and doesn't have to worry about, like, hey, I just got to go after today. Yeah. That's when Rory's dangerous. Yeah. I feel That's when he's really dangerous. It'll be interesting to see if Tiger's in the mix. Uh, certainly, like you say, maybe if he's leading on Saturday, going to Sunday, playing in the final group on Sunday. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see I if those. It's it'd be interesting to see who of those young cats will make a run and actually step up to the so, because I feel like Ricky that and, Ricky and Jordan. Jordan, I think he would. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan's Rick, pretty good Ricky under pressure. Too. Yeah. But yeah, well, Ricky made Ricky that charge Fowler? on Reed last year. Ricky Fowler? Yeah, Ricky Fowler. Yeah, he's yeah. going to win the whole thing. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, input there. You know how who actually some yeah. people are uh, picking Kev is Francesco Molinari, which would be a snooze fest. Again. But he, he can't what is, win it. What is that yeah. guy, Spanish? Uh, yeah, he's, well, he's an Italian. You would Italian. love that. He's Italian. 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 Yeah. Italians don't win at golf. Let's go he won. He won. Maybe the waste management open. He can win. He, that's about it. No. Well, he won a tournament this year, and he also won the Open Championship last year. So he yeah. won. He won, he won uh, one of the four majors last year. Yeah. Which is why I've said. Which is why I said the crop of golfers in this generation are not that great. When a guy like Francisco Molinari can can come from. Well, nowhere, I actually, th- I actually think you make a good point, Chris, because. You got a forty-three-year-old Tiger Woods who is playing on the level of guys in their prime. On, he, he transcends age, don't you think? Even you know great players like Jack Nicholson and Arnold Palmer—they they transcended age. They played well into their 50s. right. They're legends. They They're level. legends of the game. They're legends. Right, right. So it's Tiger. not surprising that he's playing well. I mean, it's you know that he's playing well enough to compete. Hmm. You know, he's not winning, but he's playing well enough to compete. Kev, so uh, the weather forecast. So here, here's go ahead. Here, here, here's kind of what you exactly. That's what I was going to get to. The weather forecast has Friday morning rain, and Rory, Tiger, and Ricky are playing in the afternoon on Friday, and it's supposed to be nice. So yeah, that's great for yeah, them. They don't, they don't hit Ricky's the weather. Be the the of the Hold on, I even got the precipitation percentages. <laughs> uh, Friday, yeah. it's eighty percent. It seems like it's going to be all day. Saturday, it's 80%. It's going to be all day. Well, according to Google, I don't know. Uh, Sunday in Augusta, Georgia, it's going to be 100% precipitation. So who who knows? You know what? On Thursday, it's going to be sunny. If Tiger can shoot like a 65 like he did in his his practice round uh, last week or shoot three under, four under, something like that, he'll be in really good shape. Because I don't, you know, I don't think many people are going to make runs in the rain on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Exactly, 
I totally agree with that. I don't think anybody can be. You know, these... so here's some ones to watch. Here's some ones to watch out for. Hmm. Right, some ones that could do well. Right. Hmm. So first, Jason Jason Day, that kid plays great at Augusta every year. He always does. Mm-hmm. Right. So he'll be in the mix. So Jason Day, um, Fleetwood. If he can, you know, if he's got the right perm in his hair. and he, Yeah, good he player. The, uh, European hat. player, really good. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's got so like he a hunchback, though. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, right? Because if it's wet, Bubba's distance, and he's a lefty. So he can fade the ball a ton. Works the ball so well. Bubba, watch out for him. The problem is Bubba can't putt, and if he gets nervous, he's, he's screwed. Yeah. What about Brooks Kopka? And then it's the... Brooks so Kepka, Brooks yeah. Kepka, did you hear this story? Go ahead. This is a great story. So he, I guess, is doing ESPN the body, the issue of the body. Oh, yeah. Well, where they, he got I, naked. And, right. Yeah. So he lost a boatload of weight, right? Not that he was heavy, but he just cut and shredded a ton of weight. Yeah. And since then. You see he has a delicious V-shape. He's either pack? missed the cut or finished no better than 50th in the tournament. Right, that is a big deal because uh, golfers have done, like yeah. that happened with um, didn't that, who the fuck that happened with? It was somebody who was really that fat. With John Daly, yes, yeah, Peterson, Peterson is who it really happened to. Yeah, the guys who oh, cut yeah. a lot of weight in their games with the shit. Yeah, which is who weird. Sergio yeah. Garcia. Sergio Garcia. What are you saying, Chris? I'm saying how. Well are you just reading the names? Yeah, no, no he's not actually, no, Sergio Garcia. Yeah, he's not. He he stinks. He, like he won the Masters a couple of years ago, but it was just like right. That's why I remember him. Yeah, it, it, he's so not. Here, he's not a good player. Here's two dark horses for your pool. Hmm. Uh, Paul Casey. Yeah, he just won at uh, the Valspar, hmm. right? And he plays really good there too. He's usually a top ten guy at Augusta. So Paul Casey, and he puts really well. And the real the 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 real dark horse. It's Tony Finau. So Tony Finau, with a broken leg last year, finished top 10. Right. After he twisted his, his ankle on that hole in one of the part three contests and almost couldn't put weight on it, still shot top 10 and uh, for, for the Masters last year. So he knows the golf course. He's really long. He makes a boatload of birdies. Um, so he can. I think he can definitely show up. Uh, yeah. But if I'm picking a winner right now, I pick Ricky. Do you think? I mean, I just feel like I feel like I don't know. I, I see. I look at the like Fowler, and then I look at uh, some of the other like Matt Kuchar. I, I look at those guys, and I feel like they don't. Well, not so much Fowler, but certainly Matt Kuchar and like a Finau. I feel like they don't have that. They're like those you know Jigo lucky guys. You know what I mean? They make a putt. They kind of they smile. They don't have that like charge in yep. them. You know? I feel like. So two, two, two that winning things. personality. So he now hits the ball high. Mm. He now hits the ball high and can make a boatload of birdies. He can reach anything Dustin Johnson can reach. Yeah. You know, so he's really long. Uh, Kuchar, the only reason why I say not Kuchar is because his ball flight's too low. He hits the ball really, really low. Right. So on those greens, trying to get the ball to stop in the right spots. What, I mean, and plus he's what, super short. What about Rom? You know, he's like Rom. What about Rom? Nerves. He can't putt that golf course. Too young. He not yet. Yeah. Too young. Too young. He gets too pissed off. Right. He's gonna three jack like fifteen times. Right. Um, Fleetwood. Fleetwood could do it. Molinari could do it. Jason it's gonna Day. be. It's certainly gonna be fun. Two what, about, what about Keegan Bradley? Ricky, 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 
No way. No, no way. No freaking way. Keegan Bradley has like one of the Keegan worst Bradley. golf swings on the tour. It, it, no way. No way. Any of those things break right for him? Nothing's gonna. Nope. Nothing's gonna. <laughs> no, he's he. It's either gonna. I think it's either Rory, Justin Rose, or Ricky. Those are the three. Or yeah. Tiger. It's Tiger if he's leading on Saturday. Give me, Saturday give me, give me one name that it's not not like the pick that all the popular people are picking, like the Dustin, the, the DJs, and the Roses. Give me one obscure name. Tony Finau. Yeah, Tony, Tony Finau. Tony Finau. Because, I mean, they, he couldn't even put weight on that freaking anchor, yeah. and he still shot top ten last year. He likes that golf course a lot. I'll go with. So, uh, he well. I'll go with Charles Howell. Okay. I'll go with Charles Howell. A one twenty-five to one chance. Hey, you know what? That that's actually not a bad pick. Yeah, he's a gamer, dude. He's a fucking gamer. He's a gamer. Yeah, he makes a ton of birdies too. He, he's like top five percent on the tour of birdies. Yeah, MP now. Yeah, Dustin he, Johnson. He's the type of player Rory. that can go on a run. And oh, Ricky, Ricky's up there too. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, man. I, lo- I, I love the Masters. It, the Masters is one oh of the God. the greatest things. I don't know why. It, oh, man, I I think the Masters just if people could just experience it once, like go there and be at the uh, the course once and just see it in person once. Uh, I think golf would be one of the most uh, popular sports ever. That that course so it, it's just here's, amazing. Here's the reason. Here's the reason why that place is so great. Mm. The reason why that place is so great is the back nine of that golf course. Right, it, it, it's exciting. Like yeah. you can make you can make birdie on twelve, eagle on thirteen, uh, you can birdie fourteen, you can eagle fifteen, and you can birdie sixteen. So though, all those holes right there have, but you can also make double bogeys on thirteen and triple bogeys on twelve, and you know quads on fifteen. Right, it's just so exciting coming down the stretch. You have to hit if you hit. You're in the running. Yeah. If you're if you're rewarded with a good shot, and if you miss it, you're fucked. (laughs) You're fucked. You got to put it in. You got to. Not like. Not like the U.S. Open where you're sitting there like the guy's over a three foot putt and you can tell he's shitting in his pants because he doesn't know if he can get the ball to stop. Right. It's not like that. Right. You know, or par is a great score. I mean, that's where the PGA Tour I think goes wrong. Or he. Sorry, the USGA mm. goes wrong. They make that golf course so hard that people don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch somebody suffer out of the golf course the whole time. Right. I want to watch them make eagles and birdies and and light things up. You know. Uh, well, the, what, that's why I think it's a great golf course. Uh, one thing before we go: that if this is if there's any year for Tiger to make a run and maybe win his fifteenth major, it is this year because obviously the Masters is this week. He's won it four times, right? Four times. He, then he's got uh, he's got Pebble Beach where where he won by fifteen. No, 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 no. no he's got he's got PGA at Bethpage. He's got yeah, that's he right. He's, I'm sorry, he's got Beth he's got Bethpage where he won uh, a U.S. Open, and then he's got Pebble Beach where he won a U.S. Open. Won. So yeah, yeah. So if there's and, and plus, and then he, I mean he he's the best long iron player on the planet. So wherever the wherever the British Open is, you know he he's the best long iron player there ever is. Yeah. So, fresh open. He just hits little stinger shots all day long. So, yeah. I would say this is the best year. I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets two of them. You think, huh? Yeah, huh? man. He's, I, he's, I'm excited to watch him play. Game, his iron game is fantastic right now. 
I'm excited though. I just he needs to he needs to putt well. You know, I don't think he, I don't think he's shown he that. But if he can putt well, or just maybe just putt like he knows that he knows Augusta though. He knows where the where he can putt it a little harder, where yeah. he can putt it a little softer. He knows where not to miss it. He knows Augusta uh, more than anybody else on the golf on the golf course. Uh, hasn't Kev always been a favorite to Fowler? Any personal bias with that pick? That's coming in from Leroy Jenkins in the chat room, Kevin. He says you're biased yeah, towards Ricky so Fowler. I am definitely not biased towards Ricky because my wife has a uh, a man crush on Ricky Fowler, and she uh-huh. actually loves him to death. So I usually pick against him just for that reason. Right. But uh, because he's done so well in this tournament, and I think he's due, you know, and he just got married, so I think he's ready to go. Or he's just about to get married, so right. I think he's ready to go. It's, it's going to be fun, man. Well, I thank you, Kev, for calling into the radio program, talking a little master yeah. golf. Um, yeah, well, I'll have to follow up later and do another one when, uh, yeah. when it's over. Yeah, or uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll pepper you. I do another show on Friday, so if something happens that's exciting, we can talk about it. I'll pepper you on, uh, on Friday and see if you might want to come back on. And, maybe somebody will hit a wedge shot right from your beer cup uh, on 15 again. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods... Uh, Oh yeah, I remember that. We had a blast that going to the Masters. Was was uh, was the best, man. It's such it a great experience best, yeah. to go. If you ever have a chance to go, folks, and who's ever listening, go. It's fucking amazing. It's once in a lifetime thing. All right, Kev. Thanks, Just man. Make sure, they, make sure you count how many creepy Tiger Woods pictures there are all around Justin, because it's a series creepy Tiger Woods pictures. So. <laughs> all right, dude. You remember that? Yeah. No. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, man. I'll t- you guys. All right, later. There goes. Enjoy the Masters. Yes, fucking a. See you later. Hey, bitch. There, <laughs> there he goes. There's Kev, and there's uh, there's the Masters. Here's Chris over there, just smiling. I've never felt so uh, isolated. Out of place. <laughs> just holding up your "I love John Daly" sign. John Daly rules. Get it right. I think Come we on. covered the entire field right there. I think we talked Sean about every Daly, player. You covered the field quite well. I think, we, I think we got everybody got a mention. Yes. Even Keegan Bradley. Keegan motherfucking Bradley got a mention. He's hey, not going to win the match. John's product. You know, I got to pull for the I would. I'd be honest with you, I would root for him, but his golf swing is brutal. Sometimes it's uh, unconventional, gets, you know, Gets to do great things. Yeah, honestly, he's made a Keegan Bradley. He's made a comeback because he was like kind of almost out of the game, and then yeah, actually playing in the Masters is kind of a special thing. Not many. This is uh, this is his, this is his comeback. Not everybody gets to play in the Masters every year. Dark horse. He'll be in the Masters this year, well, for sure. Fucking a, he will. He'll be there tomorrow, teeing it up at Augusta, starting at fucking. I don't know what time they start. They start early. <laughs> All right, there we go, people. I think we're done. What? You're going to end on that? Fuck yeah. It's you're going to end. You're gonna, we didn't even finish the Elaine segment. Oh, yeah. You're going to end oh. on that? <laughs> oh, Elaine. I forgot about Elaine. I forgot about Elaine. We did all, we did all the things, didn't we? We cut, in, we cut in on the segment. I played all the stuff, though, didn't I? I did play all the stuff. No, you didn't play the last one that I sent you. Uh, this son of a bitch all night. He chick, chick, chick. He tripped me. Exactly. I did that's play. Really I did play the one where she said she wanted to play the nine one one thing. I see. That's the last one I have. The nine one one. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Call that one what? Bitch! What? What uh what happens? What happens from here? Like what what should I do? <sighs> I would buy a megaphone. Like one of these. Bitch, turn on that shit. Stop drinking. You're surrounded. It's the cops. Move your the Mercedes. Is this. It's, the, it's the goddamn cops. Your Mercedes is, 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 is are blocking the streets. Is. Start, yeah, one time, stop one drinking time all that wines. One time when I pulled into the driveway, she thought I rubbed up against one of her Mercedes. Is, is. And so she starts ringing my bell in the morning uh. furiously. Right? So after a night of just screaming and music, I don't fall asleep till about 4 o'clock. She's ringing my bell at 7.30 in the morning. You know, when she gets up to go drop the kids off or whatever the fuck she does. And, you know, I don't even answer it. Right? But she, you know, basically tells me, you know, you, you fucked up my car, which I didn't fuck up. <laughs> That's what uh, I, oh, I have, oh, shit. I have security cameras. I have security cameras all over my place. Call right? your call your on here. Go ahead. Hey, it's Joe from Kansas. Joe from Kansas. Misbehaving, right? Yes. Yes, that is me. Hi, Misbehaving. Welcome to the radio program. What do you have? Um, actually, I have been wanting to call into the show forever. But I never get a chance to listen live, and every time I do get a chance, you guys are always going on and on about shit that I can't contribute to. <laughs> so like I thought, golf? well, before, <laughs> so I thought, well, before you end your show tonight, I'm at least going to call in once and just say hi. I love your show. <laughs> well, I well, so I appreciate that. I, I chimed I chimed in with all your golf stuff, and I'm not a golf fan, so oh, I'm just... like, well, I tuned in. I was like, well, shit, I can't contribute to this either. <laughs> but damn it, I'm at least gonna call in uh, and say hi. <laughs> what should I do about this problem I'm having? Oh, How about that, yeah. Can you chime in on that? Chris has got a problem with a neighbor who's very loud. Have you? Did you hear any of that? No. Oh yeah. Well, no, I I got to play, in play a like short clip right about the time Fat Kev called. Oh uh, well, yeah. Chris has got a neighbor who's uh, kind of kind of a I don't know. <laughs> She's got a mess I'm of a life. A loud talker. <laughs> She's got a mess of a life. What do you have to say there, uh, uh, misbehaving? She's been misbehaving. Has been listening since two thousand three. That's a long Amazing. time. That's a long well, time. maybe before that, but I think that's about right. Some, somewhere around there. My I mean, lord. I've, I've gone back and listened to all the old shows, too, before that. So mm. I think I've, I mean, I didn't know you guys were back on the air until, you know, a few months ago, maybe, or so. Mm. So I'm still trying to get caught up on the on the shows that you were um, doing that I missed out on. So I think right now I'm on... October two thousand eight. My I think. lord! So <laughs> I really appreciate so, it. It's, it's I, really I'm nice. Trying to keep, I'm trying to catch up. So um, that is a lot of uh, listening. You you must know a lot about Rockin and I, and and now you're going to learn a little bit about Chris Italia. Uh, it, well, it, that, well I knew Chris Italia from the old days. He's a tortoise guy, right? <laughs> yes. 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 
<laughs> yeah, he's the one that damn tortoise. Oh no, that, that was Danny lost. LaBelle. That was Danny LaBelle. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, you that's see right. him just as fat as Danny. But, but but do you know? Look, I remember that damn tortoise story from Danny LaBelle, and I almost fell asleep when he was saying it. <laughs> and I was sitting next oh, to the damn God, guy. That, no, that story was hysterical. I love that episode. I'll <sighs> never forget that. I never know that what people hysterical. find entertaining. <laughs> I really don't. Sometimes I'm like, well, oh. I've been around this long, so obviously I find you guys entertaining all the time. Well, so. I I appreciate it, misbehaving. You want me to call you Miss Joe yeah, or misbehaving? Um, it doesn't matter either way. I remember you. As I misbehaving. changed my name on. I she's changed she's my name evolved, on YouTube, but I mean, it doesn't matter. No, she's evolved. She's I'll, call, I'll call you Miss Joe. Then it's going to be Miss Joe. Yeah, Chris Italia. He was um, Chaos Radio. Chaos Radio, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. Well, I'm glad you called in and touched yes. base and said hello, and I, I hope you, uh, you know, possibly, uh, you know, call back in more often. And if you have, you can call in about anything. You don't have to interrupt us, and you can change the subject. You can, you can, you know, curse well, at us. I know you can how do whatever. You get with callers like, like, God damn it! I was trying to get to a point on this, and all these callers keep calling in. And I can't get to my bit, and blah blah blah. So, no, it totally. Like, uh, be honest with you, I don't. I don't really. I don't really like, care. Uh, just the don't people that, do all that folks that call folks that call in and like just yell shit, just like uh, you know, or yell racist crap. I'm like, that's annoying. But but you know, you yeah. Been, right now, the, the episodes that I'm trying to catch up on in the last two years that I've missed is right now is when that annoying kid kept calling in. Oh, He's yeah. calling in like every fucking episode and like, and like cock my cock balls and suck my balls. And blah, blah, blah. That's and a great like, kid. Oh. That kid's awesome. He's pretty good though. <laughs> is he still calling in? Uh, no, I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> oh, you haven't? I think it's one point one of us told him to go fuck himself or something. I didn't mean to do that though. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, uh, now that Chris, I tell you about this brought me up to another um, thing I'm curious about. I haven't, because I'm still in October 2018 right now that I'm trying to catch up on in the last two years. But whatever happened to Heidi? Uh, she lives in Long Island. She's married. I, that's about She's it. like a financial advisor or something, isn't she? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you guys still talk to her? Uh, um, no. No, not really. I mean, no. She sends me a message no. every now and then. Just acquaintances. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard Chris on a couple of shows that I'm on right now, and I and I've never heard you guys mention her. I don't know if you have since, but I was just kind of curious what yeah. I have to hide. Well, when when, Ro- awesome. when Rock and I took those two years off, or like retirement, we kind of just almost lost touch with everybody. And when we started restarted to show up, it was just kind of you know Rock and I for a long time. And then you know I started. I always talked to Chris. I've talked to Chris throughout my. You know, fucking life, pretty much. <laughs> I've been always yeah, peppering like, Chris, even in even when uh, Rock and I were retired, I was still talking to Chris. So, yeah, yeah, and I came to visit. You. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting to that point now where I'm like, I really miss the old listener call-ins, like uh, that Las Vegas guy, um, oh, Radiophile, Radiophile. And I miss my and God, Tony and Vox. And Ooh, uh, Vox whatever had a great that name that she did on the radio show that one day, and Gone Postal. And I'm right? like, oh my god, I miss all these old people that used to call in all the time. Gone Postal, <laughs> yeah. Well, people get older, you know. Yeah. They, they, you know, life, life moves on. I don't know. I, don't, I you know, there's no loyalty in radio. <laughs> 
I always feel like that. Well, you know? I would have been if I had known, but like I said, it took me two years to figure out that you guys were back on the, the show again. Just so I was like, Jim. Oh, and now you guys are doing radio <laughs> shows like, absolutely like three times a week. <laughs> so you're pumping out faster than I can yeah. trying to keep up. <laughs> so like when I finally figured out, I started from the very first time that you guys came back. And I've been going through every single episode until, like I said, I think right now I'm, I think the next episode I'm getting ready to start tomorrow is something about you doing a podcast with a pumpkin or some shit like that. I don't know what that's about. I think, I think that's. That was a great, that was a great. It was not, I was talking, please, I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't just skip that one. Yo, you know, Miss Joe, I cracked up. Miss Joe, you can fucking skip some of them. You don't have to listen to every single one. Well, I have. I have skipped. Okay. I skipped, skip years. I, skipped I would one. suggest skipping years. If you want to know which year to skip, I can tell you. Maybe 2017, no, just I, skip that whole year. The only one that I skipped out on was the one that. Um, I came across this one either yesterday or the day before, the one that you had, like, that uh, Brian Zombie on. Oh, yeah. I stuck to <laughs> yeah, that, that about halfway through, and then I got bored. And yeah, no, yeah. I, to be honest with you, I had no idea what was but. going on. I've learned, <laughs> I've learned in uh, recent uh, years that uh, I'm going to have people on that know how to do radio or are at least comfortable with me. That's what I'm going to have on. So I have Chris. Chris knows how to do radio. <laughs> Rocket knows how to do radio. TJ's learning how to do radio. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to keep. When I just when I invite people on that have never even spoken into a microphone, it doesn't really work out well. So, yeah, I haven't gotten to TJ yet. I've seen him on a live episode a couple times, but I don't know who he is yet. Yeah, he's so young. He's young yet, but he brings diversity to the show. Yeah, that's why we have to uh, fill some quotes. Yeah, let's I mean, <laughs> be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, Misbehaven. Thank you for calling into the radio show, and thank you for your fandom for all these years. That loyalty is remarkable. Tell, if you talk to any of those old Hell fans, yeah. you should tell them we're back on. Yeah. If you, if you like said, I don't, I don't get to listen live that often. I've never gotten to call in live before, but, but damn it all, I am on those podcasts eight hours a day, every single day at My work, Lord. trying to catch up until now. Amazing. Yes. I literally start running your podcast about maybe seven thirty-five in the morning, and I turn it off at um, four thirty. My lord! And I'm just, Great. I am just going pumping him through from the last two years that I've missed. She knows my so. entire psyche, <laughs> but she probably knows. Since, my, you probably know. Oh my god! It's, since 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 the beginning of since the beginning of podcast time, right? I have. <laughs> I feel like I've known you. Like I You're feel like I've fan. like met you before. Could be, yeah. Could be, <laughs> could be number one fan. I, I think yeah. I, I think like, I've I've given that title out way too easily. I feel like Miss well, Joe cool might be a teacher. Has kind of always been ahead of me, but I think I'm kind of like I totally be- at least she's there for live and calls in all the time. But the cool teacher is ahead of me, but. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of know. like in the back. You know what? I'm. You know what? When cool teacher listens on Friday, because she usually listens to the Friday show, I'm going to start pumping that Miss Joe is the number one lunatic radio fan. And I'm going to oh, see. Oh no! I'm so gonna, I'm going to have a duel with. Now cool you're going to have a duel. I'm going to have to have you guys on, and you can you can argue it out. 
You can we can do a trivia. Oh, shit. We can do we can do LR trivia to find out. You know what? Oh my god, that is an dude. awesome idea. Yes, I love that. We can do LR trivia. <laughs> there we go. Yes. All right, there you go. I love that idea. I will I will <laughs> I will send Cool Teacher a message actually. I can send her a message. I'll send her a message saying I think I found a better listener than than you Cool Teach. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she gets to listen live and call in all the time. I usually don't get the chance to because I've got a five-year-old kid running around, and I'm always kind of busy and everything. So mm. um, I don't always get the well, chance to tune in live. So and the fact that you're trying to play catch-up, and you know, it means a lot. So. John D. You know, Noodle, John. Listening to all those shows, I mean, that's, you know, you can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, yeah. John D. Noodle, uh, you, you should put together a brackets of best listener, but unfortunately, I think I only have four of them, so the final four right <laughs> off the... <laughs> well, all the best listeners haven't been in for a while, Yeah, so. they haven't been around for a while. All right, thank you, yeah. uh, thank you, Miss Joe. Uh, we are on Friday, if you want to check that one out, and we're also on, uh, well, we won't be on this Sunday, but... But uh, I know what? I keep seeing them popping up, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Slow down! I'm trying to catch up." Yeah, like, damn, I can't keep up with December. all these podcasts keep popping up. <laughs> so, all right, take care. All right, well, well, thanks, thanks for your show. I love you guys, and you're doing a thank great you. job. Much thank ap- you for your entertainment. <laughs> Much appreciated, Miss Joe. Misbehaving, aka misbehaving. Thank you for the phone call. It was great hearing from you. Thank you. There she goes. Yeah, thank you guys. There she goes, misbehaving. I didn't mean to hang up on her. Damn it. I didn't mean to hang up. Nice, nice going, dick. <laughs> she was so excited. That's really cool. She's been listening since 2003, motherfuckers. Not, not, that's, not, longer, that's longer than what podcasting has been around. That is, what, 19... Uh, How many years ago? 13, 14, 15 years ago? Who, what fucking uh, years? 16, 16 years ago. 16 fucking years she's been listening to the show. 16! If you can beat that out there... I want to know about it. That's a long time ago. Fucking A. Fucking A. What's up with the lane? <laughs> I feel like my lane sketch got derailed. Like it, did, it, did, it, did, it, did, it did get punched. I have this image in my mind of how this is going to work on the show. You know what I need to get you? You need. Don't you have at the office? You must have a boom mic somewhere. A boom mic? Yeah. What am I going to do with a boom mic? You're going to stick it out your window. That will pick up better audio, Valaine. They look yeah, you, see the thing, you, know what I, you know what I think, too? I think it gets compressed. You're not getting the full scope because it sounds a lot better on my phone. It does sound better on your phone, but the, when you elevate it, like what you send me is very low. Like the so audio levels low. when you elevate well, it. Well, you know, I mean, you know, it is, it is uh, in my apartment. <laughs> <I> so <know>. <laughs> the, <laughs> you're hanging out your window. You, you got know, the you weather gotta, happening. You yeah. know, use your imagination a little bit of how how this feels for me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you have to just picture the fact uh, that I'm laying in my bed. I have a I have a wonderful king size bed. <laughs> I've always wanted in my whole life. I wanted a king size bed. I want an apartment big enough. Where I can have a king size bed, I have one. I'm ex- I was excited about it, hmm. and now I just lay there listening to this. Too late, fucking late. Call now, motherfucker. <laughs> My king size bed fantasies are That's over. Crazy. Over. You just a drunk. I ain't never fucking you again. This relationship is 
over. <laughs> Never in my life. <laughs> uh, Joshy Jingles, best listener. He was on the show, guys. Come on. John Kinsella could be a all-time listener. Jason. Jason Kinsella. Jason. Sorry. Jason. Why did I say Get John? Right. Who's John Kinsella? You know what John Kinsella is? He's the guy. He's fucking Field of Dreams' his father. Yeah. We just we saved that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. This son of bitch almighty. <laughs> I cut that off at the perfect time. I feel so unsatisfied. No shit. So do I. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Maybe, to Chris. Ne- maybe next week you can actually help me with this problem. I will. We'll, we'll save that to, for next But unfortunately, week. Elaine's got to fucking lose their shit again. Bring more audio. We need more. Yeah. All right. We might need yeah. an interview with Elaine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to try to work on that. Uh, follow the Lunatic Radio Show on Twitter and Instagram at Lunatic Radio. If you'd like to donate to the program, www.lunaticradio.com, bottom right hand corner. Click the donate button. Anything would be uh, awesome. So thank you for the folks who have sent donations in the past. Word them up. Uh, Chris, Italia. The Stand MYC. Final words to you, my friend. Go. Take me home, Elaine. Take me home. <laughs>